Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 34 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Thank God it's Friday. I am ready for the weekend. I assure you that much. That's for sure. I am always ready. For the weekend. Well, let's get into this. All right, guys. Had a great week this week. Down 2.6 pounds. For the month of April, I am down 4.6 pounds. However, the 125 charm, the milestone for WW, has eluded me another week. I am I am down I'm 0.2 pounds away. So for the total losses at the at the moment is 124.8. So my milestone charm has to wait another week, I guess, and we'll see what happens next week. So, but to come oh my god, to come this close to come 0.2 away from the milestone and just stop there. Oh my god, I think I would have been more okay with being a pound away or something. It's just, it's so ridiculous, man. It sucks. It feels like I could have, you know, went to the bathroom and dropped point two. We're talking about three ounces here, I think it translates to. But whatever. It is what it is. It just makes the day that 125 happens just a little more sweeter than it would have been otherwise. For the goal to get to 253... I am 17.8 pounds away. And for my re-evaluation goal of to lose 200 pounds, I am 75.2 pounds away. So today I want to talk about getting the most that we could possibly get out of the WW program. There are so many things that WW offers us, you know, and the... I know that you guys must know this by now, but I've said it a number of times in this show. Weight Watchers asks us to do three things. Actually, I think it's four things now. Track the food you eat. Weigh and measure the food you eat. Move. And I believe the fourth one is sleep now. That's the fourth thing they ask us to do. And if you do those things consistently you will find success and i'm not just saying that i'm talking from someone who does those things well maybe i'm not so good at sleep 
but I do the other the other three uh, consistently well. And uh, I just don't know if I'll ever be a good sleeper, but that's another show for another day. <laughs> um, and really, there are so many things they offer us to give us tools for success. And it's about, in reality, it all boils down to what you're willing to do. Because in the end, your own your limitations are set by you. I'm not just talking about mental limitations here. Mental limitations, maybe not so much. But phys- your, uh, I'm sorry, physical limitations, maybe not so much under your control. But mental imita- limitations, they're your limitations. Trust me. If your body just can't do certain things, that's another thing. That's a physical limitation that's different. But a mental limitation is something you haven't even tried to do. And you all you come up with, with is with excuses as to why you can't do that thing. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a workshop and I've watched the same people talk every week and these same people talk about how they don't have time to track and then they're complaining about how successful they aren't. And that it makes me crazy because these are the things that are in my mind, these are the non-negotiable, non-negotiable things that Weight Watchers ask us to do. Now, Weight Watchers, they're going to present it in a different way. You know, we ask you to track all everything that has points, and they're going to make it so it's lenient. But in my mind, if I was the one telling you to do this, listen, there are certain things that are just non-negotiable. And tracking the food you eat is a non-negotiable. Weighing and measuring the food you eat is another non-negotiable. Now, can you lose weight without moving? Yes, you can. Because I lost my first 50 pounds on plan without moving. Now, at a certain point, will your body require you to move to take it to the next level? Absolutely. Because after losing the first 50 pounds, I knew... After getting to 50, getting to 100 was going to require me to move. I knew it. Just something I felt in my bones. And now I'm on my way to 125. And I'm moving more than ever. I'm pushing it seven days a week at this point. Seven walks a week. Anywhere between three and a half and six miles. Depending on how much time I have. If so, when I could keep the speed up, I get a lot more distance because running out of time is the first thing I run into, especially like Monday through Friday. Weekends, not so much. Not a big deal because I go early in the morning. But Monday through Friday, there's a time restraint a little bit, but if I could keep my pace up, I can get the four plus five, five, four, four and a half, five miles in a one and a half hour walk if I get the pace up to like 20 minute mile or less. So in the end, that's my point is your limitations are your own. If you're coming into this and you're telling the world, I don't have time to track. I don't got time to uh, weigh and measure food. 
you have already put handcuffs on your own journey. You don't have time to track. You don't have time to weigh and measure food. Meanwhile, you, there's a soap opera you don't miss every single day. Reality TV show, uh, movies, uh, screen time on your cell phone. I am sure we can find time to track, weigh and measure in just those few things I mentioned alone. You got people on Weight Watchers. I mean, you see them all in the trending. I don't have to, t- to say their names. 150, 200 pound losses. What you think they're not tracking? What are you kidding me? You got some of the most famous people on, on Connect over there. They dropped tremendous amounts of weight. And you mean to tell me they're not tracking? No, not a single one of them will say that they don't track. Never, ever impossible. Impossible that they dropped that much weight and didn't track a single food item. Didn't weigh and measure a single food item. Impossible. Unless, uh, here's the one way. Here's the one way they can do it. You're eating frozen league cuisines every meal for the rest of your life. Because it's already pre-portioned. I mean, if that's what you want, knock yourself out. Again, that's the limitation you're giving yourself. If you're saying, well, yeah, that's all about, it's all about convenience. I need it, I need it to be convenient. I don't have time to prep, meal prep. That's fine. In the end, if you don't succeed, it is the it is these things you should look to, not the system. There's plenty of people out there that make time to meal prep. There's plenty of people that make time to weigh and measure their food. And there's plenty of people that make time to track. Why? Because they know it's required. They know in order to be successful with whatever lifestyle they live, if they work 40-hour weeks, 60-hour weeks, whatever it is, they do what they need to do to make themselves successful. Could you eat frozen dinners and frozen meals every meal and and make it through the program? Of course you could. I guarantee you at some point you're going to feel hungry because there's just way too many good things to be had that you can make yourself to make sure you're never hungry and you're missing out on all of those things. We make time for what we want. There's no way when we love something, there's no way there's no time to do it. There are some extenuating circumstances like I got to be at a wedding. I can't watch the Yankee game. Right? That, that's that's what's, that's what's going to hold you back from what you really love. You're not going to say, no, I can't make it to the wedding. The, the Yanks and the, Red, and the Red Sox are playing this weekend. Sorry. Not going to happen. <laughs> Just doesn't happen that way. But we make time for what we love. And anybody who's telling you that they don't have time to track, they don't feel like tracking. They just feel like doing other things more. That's reality. That's the truth. They can say no until they're blue in the face, but that's the truth. Everybody on this planet has 24 hours in a day. Everybody probably spends at least eight of those sleeping. I don't spend anywhere near that sleeping, but I'm more like three, four hours sleeping. 
So it, according to me, because I get four hours, let's say I get four hours a night. I got, I got four more hours to do whatever the hell I want with myself than you do. If you're getting eight. That's what, that's how I see it. Everybody's got 24 hours. It's about what's important to you dictates the time of that 24 hours. How it's used, how it's itemized. And that's all there is to it. And if you're someone who does for other people and those other people depend on you, there's, if you don't take care of yourself first, who are they going to depend on then? I don't, I mean, come on. Oh, I got to take this one here. I got to take that one there. Pick them up from the doctor. Drop them off at school. Whatever have you. If you're not taking care of yourself, who's doing all of that? So keep going your way. And when you're not there to take care of them anymore, what happens? What happens? They just find another way to do what they got to do. That's what happens. So I can't be taking care of everyone else all of the time first. Sometimes it has to be take care of yourself. Now we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of the benefits that we can find in the WW app that are available to us and really maximizing our efforts toward our weight loss journey. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello, or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time here and you enjoyed the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. We're talking about getting the most out of this weight loss program called Weight Watchers or WW. There are so many things available to us. And really, like I said in the first half of the show, the only the only things stopping us from getting what we want are what we're willing to do to get them. We are our own limitation. We are in our own way. And I, I had to stay focused on everything I did. In the beginning, I, t- I said in the first half, I never, I never exercised. For the first 50 pounds of losing, I never exercised. 
everything was about never feeling hungry. That was my big thing. I never wanted to feel hungry. Because if I didn't feel hungry, I wouldn't be looking for food. Bottom line. So I made sure I always felt full. And how did I always make sure I felt full? By taking advantage of the foods that are zero points. That's what I did. Grilled chicken is zero points. I took advantage of that a lot. Will that work for everyone? No, it will, may not. It, I, ha, I think it worked for me because I had a lot of weight to lose. And just making these switches alone. You know, and, and they have all three plans. Green, blue, purple plans on Weight Watchers. And you always see the poll questions. What plan are you on? What plan should I change to? And uh, all of this stuff. And I can guarantee you, if you're asking the question, if you're even considered changing plans, I'm not telling you it's the wrong thing to do. What I'm telling you is, if you're considering it, it's because something's missing on the plan you're on. And it's not the plan itself. Because every plan works. All, all the color, all the plans have their own way of doing Weight Watchers, and they all work. Whether or not they work for you is based on whether or not you're doing them properly. Because I would argue that any one of those three plans would work with any one person if they're doing what's required of them. That's the bottom line. That's the God's honest truth. Any single one of these plan items. Now, me personally, I don't trust myself on the purple plan. There are just too many carb meals, carb type meals that are zero points that I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't handle it. I wouldn't trust myself to do the right thing knowing that there are carbs in that plan that are zero points. I would not trust myself. I've been on blue from the day, from before it was actually called blue. I forget what it was called before they made the green and purple plans. I want to say it was called smart points plan, something like that, but then they changed it to the blue plan when they introduced the green and purple plans. In reality, anybody who's considering changing, anybody who's at this point where they say, oh, I think I'm going to change plans. It's just not working. I'll bet if you really are honest with yourself, like brutally, brutally honest, I'll bet there's five things you're not doing on the plan that you're on that if you just did those five things, you wouldn't feel the need to change to the plan, another plan anymore. Minimum. Minimum three, maximum five, maybe more of the things you might not be doing that can easily be changed and get you back on track. But that's up to you in the end. You have to be honest with you, yourself. Stop pretending. Stop pretending you're on a weight loss program just because the rest of your friends or family are on it. Actually be on the plan or don't be on the plan. That's all there is to it. Stop pretending. We have all the tools that Weight Watchers has given us. I mean, we have tons and tons of tools to encourage us to keep going. We get points, rewards points, for just tracking food items where you can pick prizes and all this stuff once you build up enough rewards points. 
just encourage you to track your foods. There's the recipe builder. And there's so many things. When I say recipe builder, so many people are thinking, okay, yeah, that's that's for those special food items that I make and I want to know how many points they would be. Yes, that's absolutely what it's for. But I have another use for it that not many people understand or not many people would even think to do. Okay? Let's say you have a favorite restaurant. And it's not just your typical national chains. If you're like me, I can't stand national chain restaurants. If there's more than one, it's the last place I want to be. If it's a local chain, I'm okay with it. If it's only in the state I'm in and there's two locations, fine. But if we're talking about nationwide, I have no desire to be in that place. That is not the kind of place I want to be. I can't stand them. I'm all about the small business restaurant, supporting the small business. Those people put their heart and soul into the food they create. They love their businesses. And some of the best food on the planet are, is in these little holes in the wall restaurants where you could barely fit 20 people at a time in the restaurant. There was this place... Oh, man, I forget the name. Ah, it was in the south end of Stanford, Connecticut, where I grew up. I didn't grow up in south end of Connecticut, but in Stanford is where I grew up. But the restaurant was in the south end of Stanford, Connecticut. And I forget the name of the place, but it was this little tiny hole in the wall. And I don't think there were 10 tables in the whole place. And they made the best pepper steak I ever ate in my entire life. It was delicious, delicious food. Oh my God, it was like my favorite thing in the world. And I, I wish I could remember the store, uh, the, the restaurant, but oh man, it was the best, the absolute best. But I'm sorry, I went way off topic there, but the recipe builder in this situation, let's say you go to these little hole in the wall and this, there's this pepper steak that's phenomenal. And you don't know how they make it back there. You wouldn't know how to track it. But it's like your favorite place in the world. And you love this pepper steak. So now what can you do? Well, how can the recipe builder help you? So that you can still eat this and track as accurately as possible. Because it's not about being perfect. You go on Google, you look for a pepper steak recipe, you put it all in there. And if it gets you 90, 95% of the way there, you may not be 100% accurate with how the person in the back is cooking it. But if you're 90% there, you've just eliminated shame and guilt out of that meal by building it in the recipe builder. That was never really designed to do the way I'm telling you to use it. It was designed for the person who makes the Christmas cookies or the great apple pie and everybody loves it. But you want to know how many points are these Christmas cookies? How many points is this apple pie? How many points is uh, this chicken and dumpling stew? Whatever it is. That's what it was designed for. For the person with the recipe. 
Yet I see it and I see an opportunity when there's these little hole in the wall restaurants and I have no idea how to track it because there's plenty of national chains in the WW app. It's easy. If you're going to a national chain, tracking is easy. The majority of the national chains in our country are there. But if there's this little hole in the wall that it's like one of a kind and you got to have this food item. And, and, you know, and it's like, it's just stuff like that to know that you can track it as accurately as possible just by using a recipe builder in a way that it was not designed otherwise to use. You have now maximized the use of the recipe builder because how many people are thinking to use the recipe builder in this fashion when there's a restaurant they love and they have no idea how to track that food item that they love to eat there? Google that recipe, build it in there, and get 90% of the way there. Because if you can get 90% of the way there, you can enjoy that with confidence, however often you'd like, without any guilt or shame for eating that food item. There's fit on. FitOn is an app that they that was created. So when when this whole pandemic started, it was like people couldn't go to gyms anymore. They couldn't go outside anymore. Some in some places, they still can't go outside in some places. I mean, here in Florida, I'm I'm able to go outside and walk, and thank God for that, because I couldn't go to a gym with a mask on. I got out of my mind, out of my mind. I don't know how people do it. But I can go outside and I don't have any problems, thank God. But FitOn was created so that you can watch an exercise video, do it in your living room, and still get some exercise in and have amazing options there. There's meditation uh, parts of the app. So if you have trouble sleeping, you use the meditation and all this stuff, and, you know, it has never worked for me, but I have not really put any effort. If I'm being completely honest... I could care less about sleep and and there's I'm making a bunch of people cringe right now especially my my uh coach Terry who sent me a wonderful email uh over the weekend and it was it's just it's a personal email to me I don't want to read it over the air it's just it touched my heart to receive that and uh thank you if you're listening I loved it and it's just there's all of these tools available to us. And it's about how far are we willing to go to get what we want. And that, in the end, that's what we're doing. Now, let's say you're all alone. Let's say you live alone. You can't leave the house. You can't do anything. You can't get outside and exercise. You can't see your friends because of COVID restrictions, whatever's going on in this world right now. And you need support. If you're not taking advantage of the Connect app, then I don't know what to tell you. Because basically it's this Facebook type world, but everybody there is on Weight Watchers. Okay, so if you're not in that part of the app and you're looking for support and you just don't know where to find it, it's there. You go in there and you make a post saying, I'm struggling with this. All of a sudden, you got five, 600 people 
encouraging you. People you don't even know. But they're in the same boat as you. They know what it is to struggle the way you're struggling. And before you know it, you're, re- you're, you're spending your time reading comments and answering people back rather than dealing with the item you're struggling with. Maybe you're craving some sugar and you know you have no points left. You make a post on Connect, all of a sudden you're answering all these people encouraging you to keep going. Or maybe they, they tell you of a good low point item that maybe you can just put together in your house real quick and you can get that sweet taste craving taken care of. It's, it's about how will, far are you willing to go because you set the restrictions in front of you. You may tell the world that the restrictions are not yours, but in reality, if you give me five minutes alone in a room with you, I'll show you how every problem you have is your own. Is your own. There's a way around everything if you want to do it. There's a way around everything if you want to do it. But you gotta want it. No one can want it for you. You have to want it. You know, last but not least here, I'm going to say, you got to take advantage of the workshops. When I, when I first started and I, I decided, okay, we're going to go to back to Weight Watchers, the idea right away from my wife was like, oh, okay, we just can join and, and uh, do it ourselves. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want to go so that we have to go and report there every week to the meeting, to the workshop. And that's the way I want to do it. Because to me, that there was accountability there. Whether it's just accountability to the coach or whatever have you. That's just the... I knew I needed that. So we signed up for it. And every Saturday, religiously, we all went as a family. Meet You meet people. You become really close friends with them. And uh, I, it kept, it was like a, um, it was like a weekly reset, you know? Just before you go crazy, you know, start doing things, you show up there and it's like a reset for the week. And you keep going forward, kind of a deal. You know, and then COVID hit, right? And all of these places got closed and they gave us a virtualized workshop. And at first I thought it was a joke. I mean, I was just like, how are you going to have the same feeling of a workshop in, in virtually? And it's not. Don't get me any wrong. Don't, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's different but there are still advantages to the virtual digital workshops. And as COVID hit and got serious in this country, I saw a lot of people, I mean, suddenly it it became the world's crutch. I gained 10 pounds because of COVID. I gained 20 pounds because of COVID. Everything was because of COVID. And last I checked, 
COVID wasn't spooning food in my mouth. COVID wasn't handing me chocolate cake. COVID wasn't handing me anything I shouldn't be eating. So how COVID caused people to gain weight, I'll never know. In reality, if we really look at this with, the, with our truth goggles on, or in the mirror of truth, as I said in previous videos, I'm sorry, podcasts, if we look at it through the mirror of truth here, I think there are some people in this world that are just looking for the excuse to fail. They saw COVID as a way to do whatever they wanted. In reality, some of us have a self-destructive thing, and, and I used to have that. I used to, I, I, I have, I have done many things for my mindset to counteract that, counteract that. I used to make it, almost every single weight loss program I've tried, I would lose 20 pounds. People would start looking at me saying I look good. And then I would immediately make, it's like my mind made a mental adjustment. Oh, you're looking good. You can go and enjoy a little bit, go out to eat. And all of a sudden, before I know it, the 20 pounds I lost is gone. So I took a lot of mindset changes to counteract that to the point where this time I was showing up to work and telling people, stopping them because I know what they're going to say and say, please, don't say it. I I thank you, but don't say it. I said I have a self-destructive personality and I'm not ready to hear that kind of stuff yet. And th- that's how I approached it. Because that- that's how scared of it I was. But there's people out there that maybe they don't even really want to be here. They're, th- they're here because they feel like they- it's like an obligation. I don't know what it is. But they don't really want to be here. And they're looking for a way out. And it- a way out where it doesn't look, look like their own fault. And the, the rest of the world is saying, well, COVID, 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 so can I, right? I gained 20 pounds because of COVID. Well, if she can gain 20, I could gain 25. And that's how, that's, it seems like that's, it's like a groupthink mentality where if, if it's okay for one, it's okay for me. And really, it's just bullshit. Straight up. I don't know how else to put it. I know it doesn't, it, sound, it doesn't sound nice to say it this way, but it's like some people would rather fall if, if your weight loss journey was, a, was a, uh, like a tower that you, people live in, right? If the weight loss journey was a tower, you would rather fall out of the second floor balcony than out of the 40th floor balcony, Okay. <laughs> so it's almost like if people say, well, I didn't make too much success. I'd rather fail now. And, and that's what it looks like. You're looking for the exit ramp when something like this comes along because COVID wasn't shoveling food in anybody's mouth. And meanwhile, the world took it on like a crutch. Like it was okay to say, oh, because of COVID, I lost everything I gained or I gained everything I lost. 
but what can you do? It's an accepted excuse at this point. I, I don't know what else to say about it, except that it's an ex- accepted excuse. But here's what I did. I saw there was just way too much time to think about food, so I had to think of ways not to think about it. Okay, so if we were, the world was locked down and you couldn't do anything, you couldn't go anywhere, but there was one place I could go, and that was to a Weight Watchers virtual workshop. So I started panning all the groups, picking states, because at that time it was a state. So I concentrated on the West Coast because the West Coast was three hours behind. So at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock at night, here, I could attend a 5 or 6 o'clock workshop in California, Seattle, whatever. And that's what I did. I consumed myself with going to a workshop every night of the week. I had my regulars. Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, every night except Friday, Saturday. Or Saturday, I went to my own workshop, my own virtual workshop for Florida, Saturday morning. But... It was only two nights a week I wasn't attending a workshop. It was Sunday and, and Friday. That's it. The rest of the week I was doing a, a, a workshop a day. And then I got it in my head to try and hit up all the states. I never finished all the states before they started closing everything. You just start to like people and you keep going back to the same ones because you want to see their face. So I never made it to all the states that I wanted to make it to. I used it as an occupying of my mind so that I would stop thinking about food. Because being bored and in the house all day because you're locked in there, it's easy to think about food. But I occupied my time my own way. And I was, I was taking advantage of what was available to me with the Weight Watchers world. With going to a workshop a day. Did it get repetitive? Yes. But did I meet new faces and get to know new people and have interactions with people that I never would have met otherwise? And I've made some really dear friendships that I'll never forget these people. And some of them I miss, I haven't seen in so long because they closed that workshop. But it's there. And you can take advantage of it too. Is all there is to it. It's all up to you in the end. You're going to get from this system what you decide to put into it. No one is going to hand you anything. Nobody owes you anything. The world is not going to lose the weight for you. You have to get up and you have to actually do it. Sitting on the couch, blaming COVID, blaming whatever else you can blame, not going to help you. Not going to help you. In the end, you're going to be in the exact same place that caused you to join Weight Watchers in the first place. So get your head on straight. Do the right thing. Do what's required to get to where you want to be. And put into this program all of yourself. Like it's your favorite thing to do in the world. 
with everything, with tracking, with weighing and measuring, with exercising, every bit of it. As much as you don't want to exercise, get out there and do it anyway, like your life depends on it. Like every second you spend in the house is, 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 is going to be detrimental to your health. Every second you don't spend exercising is going to be detrimental to your health. Whatever it is, concentrate on something and start building it. Do what needs to be required so that it just becomes a normal everyday thing. Consistency in every level is going to bring you to where you need to be. No more excuses. Do what's required. Everybody's got excuses and they all stink. No one wants to hear yours because they only sound good to you. They don't sound good to anybody else. Anybody who agrees with an excuse you're spitting out, it's because they're looking to throw out their own excuses. Champions don't make excuses. Champions do what's required regardless of the circumstance in front of them. Because the circumstance doesn't cause them to go back, it just challenges them to get to where they need to be. And they recognize it as such. And they do what they need to do to move forward. And that's what you need to do. Move forward by any means necessary. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.